It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it you always talk? All the time. I can't understand I why you're sweet, sweet voice. This is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo, some are just Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. Hi, it's Aureline from Spooky and Strange, and I'm here to remind you that this podcast contains mature language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you have watched the show that we will be discussing, because there are spoilers ahead, but really, it's been out for a while, so get caught up already. Enjoy. All right. Episode okay. four. Or wait, you're, you're going to do your... The intro. Yeah. It's okay. A little <laughs> overzealous there, Orly. Welcome back to the Rewatch Recap. I'm your dutiful host, Dustin. And with me again for The Magicians is Oraline. Hello, A. Magically, hello. <laughs> sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> Before we get started, make sure you have clicked subscribe to ensure you get to enjoy our wonderful weekly recaps. And don't forget to rate and review on the platform you're listening to. I would really appreciate that. Um, also remember every Tuesday that there are Patreon exclusives that you can access for only $3 a month. So don't miss out. And the link is in the show notes. So, uh, now back to today's episode. It's episode four, the world and the walls. Great title. I know. Great title. It's kind of misleading because you don't. It is. It set expectations that were not what I watched. <laughs> I know. I was, oh, that's. I forgot. I mean, I was watching. I was like, I forgot all about this episode all together. I did too. And it kind of re-shocked me like at the end. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was it was a good one. Um, yeah. But, but first, uh, we start with previously on The Magicians. Yes. We get. So, um, well, Orlean's taking over the recap, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jumping right in he is ready to go and by the um, way this premiered on february 8th of 2016 so yeah Orlean, um go ahead take it away all right previously on the magicians quentin struggles with his mental health but he got into breakbills discovered magic and made friends yay penny is struggling with his mind in a different way and he and Quentin keep clashing, and Penny learns about his traveling ability. Alice tries to flee break bills. We all learn about hedge witches. Julia becomes one of them, and then Quentin shits all over her. And also, Katie is a double agent. <gasps> so, episode four starts with foreboding music. That's literally what the caption said. <laughs> <laughs> you listen with the cap. You watched it with the captions on. Of course, I do. Oh, do yeah. not. I do sometimes. Okay. <laughs> no shaming um quentin wakes up and everything is gray he gets up he doesn't notice a random man in another bed in this room that I know. he's woken up in which is weird but anyway he goes straight to his dresser and he opens it and it's just like more gray <laughs> and then he gray, opens gray. another drawer and he finds a container of coins two golf pencils and like a stack of paper and he looks confused we're confused and then he notices a hospital bracelet on his wrist yeah. And I want to know who this weird guy's watching him from his bed. <laughs> okay. Yes. So then the music comes in and Quentin is looking like really scared and sad. And he finally starts looking around the room and he starts breathing heavy. And then he sees this man and he goes like, dude, you're in the wrong room or I'm in the wrong. And then the guy just cuddles a pink bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good sign. Yeah. Always. Um, he doesn't say anything. Uh, Quentin leaves the room and he's like, he's in a hospital very clearly. Yeah. Um, and the music here is cool because it's like a heartbeat, like the syncopation of the drums is really nice here mm -hmm. um, as Quentin is looking around. And finally, he sees someone he knows 
It's Elliot looking um, insane. Yeah, he's got like rings around his eyes. Like he's like he doesn't. He's sleep. wearing he's a just... bathrobe. His hair is like Elvis style, wild and disheveled. Yeah. Yeah, he... and then he goes, "Hey, big stuff." <laughs> <laughs> Something about watercolors. Without me, I'm adrift. I don't. So he starts out with hey big stuff and then he's like, Where are they? Where are they? And he sticks his hands in like all of Quentin's clothes and pockets looking for something. <laughs> and Quentin is like, What the fuck is going on? And and then Elliot says, You give me happy pills. Me love you long time. Very <laughs> offensive, but come on, Elliot. Um and then Quentin's doctor from episode one shows up and she says, Elliot, they're looking for you in arts and crafts. And he goes, Watercolors. <laughs> Without me, I'm adrift. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And then she's like, Quentin, let's talk. And we cut to them in an office, but it's not a hospital office. It's the break bills office. Or is it? Yeah. I'm like, what is? Okay. Is now Dean's office? The the, it's the office? doctor's office. And Quentin right away is like, okay, this is obviously a dream where I realize this is a dream. Right. And like, we know that's the wrong thing to say because he talks about the Dean and break bills. And she goes, so we're back to break bills and she starts writing something down. You're like, no. And he's like, yeah, hopefully soon, which is the acting is great. Yes. Um, but she goes on and she's like, so you think you're a student at break bills studying to be a magician? Mm. And he tries to do magic in front of her, create a little sun, but nothing happens. And he goes, I hate these dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then he goes back to what he said in episode one. He's like, I haven't hurt myself or anyone else. You can't keep me here. And she says, you know, that isn't true. What? But Quentin keeps going. He's like, none of this is true. He didn't really hear her. Yeah. I was glad to know that he knew that it wasn't real. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, it's not real. This isn't what really happened because yeah. Right. Um, but then the doctor calls someone into the office and says, do you remember why the court ordered you to be here? And he's finally like, court, what? And then Penny comes in, but it's not Penny. It is. Pe it's not Penny. It's a different Penny with an <laughs> accent. And he's acting very differently. He has and a she, very stereotypical Indian accent. Oh, my God. She says, what did you find in Quinn's trash? And he pulls out like a bunch of brightly colored pills wrapped in tissue. Uh Oh, and Quentin is kind of in shock. He's like, what? fuck is going on here i don't understand what i just woke up in and the doctor's like you're hallucinating again because you haven't been taking your pills yeah and i was like okay this feels like that buffy episode yes that makes you that's go, what i thought of okay wait is she is she really in a mental hospital and the slayer stuff is fake you know it's like is the magician stuff fake is this, well like oh my god I thought about that and then I was like, well, the Buffy one happened long enough in the in the series that you're like, it's real. This mm -hmm. one is just episode four. Yeah. And you're like, we don't totally know what's real. Quentin is an unreliable narrator. Yeah, he's not very. Well, yeah, he's not stable at all. At all. Right. We already know he's not stable. We just don't really know in what ways. Right. Um, And then. Yeah, she's like, you're hallucinating again. And she's like, Break Bills, Alice, the beast. It's not real. Break Bills is the hallucination, she says. But then a moth flits around Quentin's head. Mm. What's going on? And then yeah. he sees more and more moths. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. The beast is coming. The beast I is know, coming. But the doctor doesn't see any moths. And she's yeah. like, you're very sick. That would be distressing. To see yeah. something that no one else saw, and now you're like, is this real or not? It oh, feels yeah. real, you know, especially if a moth lands on you, you know, it's probably right, going to feel real. Right, if you see it. Right. And so he looks at the windows, and moths are, like, swarming the windows outside the office. But And then um, Quentin looks back at the doctor, and the doctor's face is all moths. <laughs> <laughs> face is all moths. That Your was kind of face. a jump scare, the way they were like, bam, um, but then he looks back and she's normal and there's no moths and she's saying she's worried about him. Code red, like, code red. The moths are gone for like a moment, but then they're back and they're like all around him and they're attacking him. So they're freaky. like trying to fly down his throat and he can't breathe. 
But then we see it from the doctor's point of view, who only sees Quentin seizing on the floor with no moths. Right. That's where things get confusing. When we, the the character, don't see what Quentin is seeing, that's when it's like, what is going on? Right. And that makes you think, oh, is this a thing? Is it all in his head? Is it, you know. Did he have a psychotic break? Yeah. Yeah. Because so he started him- off in a mental hospital, so maybe the whole time he's been there and we've just been. Yeah, maybe this is all made up. Mm. But just but in then- opening title sequence. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Oh, we need some levity in this one because it's rough. Um, <laughs> so after the intro, we're still at the hospital and Quentin is just sitting like dejectedly at a table in front of a puzzle. And Penny is sweeping in the background. That's all like all he does in this episode. He just like sweeps in the background. And then it's Alice. And she gives him a playing card and she says, I heard they shot you up. She's like her energy is like really intense. Yeah. It's only slightly above her normal. (laughs) (laughs) Like I got to say, I know she was playing this up, but I was like, oh, it's slightly crazier Alice. Okay. (laughs) And she's like, None of this is real. Just us. Just the two of us. And this, the card. And she like slips it back in her pocket. And he is like, yes. Okay. What's going on? Where are we? And he starts describing like what he remembers last. But then he doubts his memory. And he's like, maybe what? Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I don't know. And she's like, no, 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 no. You came here to save me. But first we have to break the illusion. And he's like, okay, the illusion. Okay, tell me more. Like, what do we need to do? And she goes, I crash landed on this planet 9.3 light years ago. You're a starship captain and you came to rescue me. And then she's like. (laughs) But you know what I thought? I was like, this sounds just as crazy to him as Fillory is real does to everyone else. I agree. Like, (laughs) this is your just desserts, Quentin. Like, this is. Now you see how you look to some people. And then I wrote, like, honestly, it's only a little crazier than the usual shit she says. (laughs) And then we hear Fogg going like, Alice, and here he's Dr. Fogg. Mm. Oh, wait, she says something like, they show us these illusions and make us fall in love and mate. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Climbing up on top of him, like, what the hell? Like a freaking horn dog. It's great. It's hilarious. Yeah. And he's like, Alice. <laughs> and he's like, Alice. Give them back, all of them. And she gives him back the playing cards because he's like, We need them for bridge. And she's like, <laughs> You do that too well. And then she goes, They collect us from all over the galaxy to feed off our emotions. And Fog goes, No, that's not true. It's an episode of Lost in Space. And then Quentin goes, actually, it was Star Trek. And then Alice goes, they finally got to you. You belong to them now. It's okay. I'll still mate with you. And Elliot (laughs) goes, me three. And then they're all like. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually fun to see them act this nutty. It is. Um, It is really entertaining. Like, I mean, Alice just goes for it. Although I would like to note that even. In the mental hospital, they don't let her put the other side of her hair behind her ear ever. Just let the girl put her hair behind both ears, sci-fi. <laughs> One's got to always be draped in front of her face. <laughs> Dude, this, in the original run, this made me so mad that I started tracking, like, everybody else's hairstyles and then Alice's hairstyle. And she's the only one who never gets to put her fucking hair behind her <laughs> ear. The others get like elaborate updo. We'll track this together, friends. Okay. (laughs) I'm really interested now. This is like 90% of the reason I wanted to recap The Magicians so I could rant (laughs) about Olivia Taylor Dudley's like hair and how they never let her put it up. (laughs) Not once. Her hair needs justice for Alice's hair. Yes, that is actually my campaign. There you go. Well. So anyway, don't cut this out. (laughs) I'm not going to count it out. It's going to be awesome. I love it. So Alice flits away and Fogg sits down and he's like, Quentin, how are you? And Quentin's like, good, I, I guess. Because like he doesn't even know how he is or where where he was. <laughs> what doctor are you now? Right? Because 
And Fog's like, good. You up for seeing a visitor? <laughs> what? Uh-oh. It's Julia. And there's a little music cue that I was like, is that Julia's theme? Like, let's track it and see. I think she has a little, like, theme. Yeah, um, I like I like when people have themes. I do, too. Characters. Anyway, she looks amazing in this cobalt blue coat that, like, stands out against all the, like, dinginess and grays. She just looks amazing. I love that color, though. It's really on anybody. Nice. It's a really good color. It's so saturated. Yeah, it looks good on everybody. It's so saturated. Um, anyway, they sit on this dingy couch, and Julia is like, yeah, Yale is actually a letdown in the best way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, and you know what? You would agree. You will agree when you get there yourself. And he's like, what, you're at Yale and you've been there the past few months and I've been here. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you don't remember? Which is also the first thing Alice said to him. Yeah. And I'm like, does that mean anything? Or I'm just looking for meaning. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's like, okay, people are saying similar things. We got to, okay, maybe. Does piece that matter? Together. Right. Um, and Julia keeps talking about how James couldn't be here tonight because we had to lock down a church. I'm like, what? They're engaged now? Yeah. And she's wearing like a fucking rock on her hand. Like, they're, didn't they just graduate? Or they're not that old? No. From college? Um, I don't know. Anyway. They go to these Ivy League schools and they live up there. They're most likely got some money. All right. Julia, I don't know. I guess we don't know anything about her family or her background at all. She Um, has that nice loft that she apparently just lives at alone. Yeah, that's true. Um, So Quentin starts crying and is like, are you really engaged? And she's like, no, it's okay. And he's like getting really upset now because he's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he says they're trapped in a spell and he's the only one who knows, which is the craziest thing you can say to someone. I know. I mean, (laughs) if you honestly have no idea about any of this, you'd be like, what? Sorry, pump. Repeat that. What? And that's why he's like, I swear I'm not crazy. And Julia's like, I want to understand. I do. And he gets up and he's like, I'm going to do magic. And like, he tries again and he gets fireworks shooting out of his hand. And he's like, did you see it? Did you see it? Because she's looking down or something. She just looks sad. And he then yells to everyone. He's like, are you not seeing this? Yeah. Um, And then he's like, oh, uh, don't feel sorry for me. I'm not me. And you're not you. And this is not happening. Which you're like, yeah, vibes. And then, oh, then Quentin, who you always brings it around to hating him. He goes, I got into break bills. I'm the one who got into break bills. Ooh. Really can't let that go, huh, Q? He really has to feel really special. Yeah, fuck off, Quentin. And then Penny's like, hey, shut up. And Julia's like, I'm sorry, I'll be back Friday. And he's like, this can't be my life, Jules. It can't. And like, he starts to break down, like as she's leaving. And she goes, I really wanted to see the fireworks. I really did. And then his face changes. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what? How did you know they were fireworks? If you couldn't see them, how did you know? I never never said fireworks. Yeah. I never said fireworks, Julia. What's going on here? Oh, man. Then you, then, that's like, when you know she has something to do with it. Yeah, because her face like fuzzes out and then she has like an evil like ha 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 ha. And Quentin yeah. is like climbing away from her. But then again, he looks back and she's fine. And she's like laughing at you. What kind of a friend would do that? And he's like, exactly. And she's like, exactly. Ooh. And then she leaves and he's like, What? <laughs> Oh, it makes you kind of like, oh, man. But at the same. So many feelings. Yes. So many feelings. On both their sides. Absolutely. Because now you're on to like something is hanky here. Like something is not right. But we follow both Julia and Quentin up till now. So we're like we have we're we like both of them. Mm-hmm. in different ways even though like quentin annoys me i still don't want him to be tortured in a mental hospital and so like and then you're like but he really 
really has not supported Julia as a friend. And when he's like, what kind of friend? You got to be like, Q, what kind of friend? Uh, yeah. You have not been a good friend either. Look, look like, in the mirror, buddy. Yeah. But anyway, that's all we get. And then we come back and Quentin is in line for his pills. And Penny is like, all of them, one by one. <laughs> and even though he's watching him, Quentin tries to palm them. <laughs> You're like, dude. Come on. Yeah. I mean, and then like, I'm sorry. He just like you, you've been to a mental hospital apparently before. You know they know the tricks, so why try? Right. And then Quentin is like, one thing that's real, you're always a raging dick. And I'm like, hey, hey now. That's like penny slander. <laughs> like, you're no peach. <laughs> yeah, at least Penny's up front about it. <laughs> You know that. Look right at Penny. You're like, yeah, he wants to be a dickhead. And he is. Look, yeah. Quentin is all like, I'm not an asshole except every day. Anyway, (laughs) Quentin sees a plaque on the wall and he finds out he's in Ellsworth Downs Hospital. And he like repeats it to himself because he's like, what is that? Yeah. What does that mean to us? Hmm. And he's sitting in bed saying it himself. And then Jane Chatwin is there in front of him and is like, you know where to look, Quentin. You know. And it's kind of, it's like, she's like, yeah, you're under a powerful spell. You know, she basically acknowledges it. Yeah. She's like, this is all you. It's in the book and the book is you. (laughs) And he's like, which book? And then she starts disappearing and she even looks confused why she's disappearing. Like, it's a really interesting, like. But um, I think it's because of uh, like the pills or something or. Yeah. Like, he can't remember what she's talking about. And then she's gone. And then he wakes up. And when he wakes up, his roommate is tearing apart all the books. Oh, man. You know, that's going to be devastating. Oh, and Quentin is like, no, stop. Oh, my God. The answer is in these books. And his roommate starts laughing. And Quentin just sits there like, what is my life? I know. Oh, man. Rough stuff. And then he goes to ask for tape. And... The nurse? Wasn't she the doctor who healed his arm? Possibly. Like, not everyone from Breakbills is, like, represented here, but we've got, like, enough people to where you're like, yeah, these are Breakbills people. Right. Um. But, anyway, yeah. and she's like, you can't have tape. You could, like, strangle someone with it. And he's like, really? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn. He, just, he goes, I just want to tape some pages back together. Right. I mean, under that rule, you're not allowed to have hands. So come on. I'm not saying that I could do that with my sweater that I'm wearing. Like, right. Like, how do we have anything? Anyway, she's like, time for music therapy. And we see his doctor again. His doctor, his original doctor, who is like, we may be surprised at what comes out. And Penny is like, please don't sing that one song. He said, you know what? I noticed he he didn't have his accent. Yeah, that was interesting. At that moment. I was like, maybe that was Penny dreaming. That's what I was like. I was like, oh, is he faking this accent or something? Because it says, God, not that one song. Yeah. And then Elliot says, Michael, row the boat ashore. And he says, hashtag agree. (laughs) (laughs) And then Quentin goes, everything here is me. And you're like, you all sound insane. But then he, uh, oh, wait, first Alice is like, Helter Skelter, Helter Skelter. (laughs) I, I'm, I'm trying to get all like, what does this mean? Like, um, And then the doctor's like, I was thinking, here comes the sun. But ta- then Quentin starts singing, t- like talk singing Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just like is talk singing shake the lyrics to shake it off. Yeah. And he like, as he goes, one of the patients like starts playing like accompaniment on the piano and he gets more bold and like. Everybody starts dancing and Quentin starts dancing. <laughs> and then Penny flees, which also made me think it's real Penny. Like or when it's Quentin somehow starts tied dancing to real like Penny. up yeah. on him. Um it's just is this the this is the first song, right? That like yeah. our characters sing. Pretty much, yeah. It's the first musical performance of the show. Yeah. Far from the last. He's really like, off key in this one, though. It's really bad. Like <laughs> I know, but I also wonder if he did it that badly on purpose. <laughs> I don't know. 
anyway, it's really fun. You will also get Shake It Off stuck in your head. Um, I like and Shake then It Off. I, I love it. After music therapy, Quentin goes up to the doctors and he's like, I know how to get help. And they're like, yes, we're here to help. And he's like, no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're here to help you. And he's like, I need to reach Penny, the real Penny. And Fogg is like, what? And he's like, can I have tape? <laughs> uh, and we assume they said no because Quentin is back in the dean's doctor's office. Yeah. Whatever it is. And she goes, do you remember the last time you saw your father? And we, This is going to go well. But yeah. he's like, yeah, it's a few months ago for dinner. Why? And then she brings in Quentin's dad, who we, the audience, have never met, right? Yeah, no, we haven't like, met We him. haven't seen people's families at all. And Quentin is actually shocked. Even though he's like, this isn't real. He's like, dad? And they hug very awkwardly. So we know they don't have the best relationship. Yeah. And then Quentin steps back and he's like, what happened to your face? And the doctor's like, you did that, Quentin. It's time for you to see something. <laughs> I'm just like, what? First of all, his dad calls him Curly Q. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. It's cute, but I'm like, he doesn't have, like, real curls. His, his hair just kind of curls a little at the end. But that's maybe it. when he was a baby. Yeah, he might have, his hair might have changed. Also, maybe it's because he's crazy. <laughs> crazy Q. We couldn't call him that. <laughs> that's... Had to make it a little less out there in your face. Yeah. Um, she turns on the TV and we see a video of Quentin like handcuffed and screaming manically about magic and the beast. And he says, it wasn't my dad. Ooh. Oh, and oh, so it's kind of like what happened with the doctor when he saw the beast as the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and she's like, do you remember that night? And then and then she's like, uh, Quentin's dad, tell him about it. Like really compound this trauma. Um, like this is not how you would do this therapeutically <laughs> I'm more, assuming tell me more. Um, but anyway he tried to kill his father because he thought his father was the beast when they were having dinner and Quentin is like no but he's also kind of like maybe um, I'm not sure yeah and then we see a montage of him zoned out just sitting in various places around the hospital obviously now taking his meds that are yeah. just like dulling him out totally. <sighs> um, That's the downside she... of some meds, man. Especially yeah. when you when you don't know and you get to like take meds to to try them out, and then when I'm like, I don't feel like me. I don't want to take this anymore. Yeah. And then you have one... to step off of them because if you don't, you go nutty. Yeah, so... one of my wackier uh, pharmaceutical attempts um, made me hate food. Like, I felt totally fine, but I couldn't consume food because I hated it and it disgusted me. So, not a winner. Wow. <laughs> it was wild. I walked into a grocery store and almost threw up out of disgust. <laughs> All this food in this store. Like, I started store. <laughs> gagging. And, like, in order to eat. Anyway, it was just really. It was a, It's wild sometimes how the chemicals in your brain, like, come together. Oh, I was on prednisone for the longest time. And that's a steroid, so it'll yeah. alter your mood. And I remember the first time I was like, I need something to – because it was for my stomach and it was working. But mm -hmm. I said, I need something to level me out because yeah. I was at a stoplight and I was freaking out, yelling at the stoplight. Oh, no. Go! Go! Turn green! I was freaking oh my God. out. I was like, I need help. I need something. This yeah, is not good. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I was like, I don't yeah. – trying angry. meds is wild like sometimes they really work and that's great and sometimes they don't vibe with your chemistry at all yeah and that's why um, i'm not on prednisone anymore so <laughs> um so julia is back she visits again and she's like pretty disturbed this time in his condition she's not talking about yale or like no. the wedding or anything he's catatonic basically yeah and as she leaves she's like i'm gonna talk to someone which is also a weird like what? Who are you going to talk to, Julia? Who's doing this? Yeah, what are you going to do? Um, and when she leaves, she passes the real Penny, who sees sweeping Penny. <laughs> this is easily, like, one of the best scenes in the whole episode. Because at first, he's like, stop singing. Because sweeping Penny is still, like, singing Shake It, Shake off. it off. Yeah. And then he's like, Quentin. 
I love Penny's energy here where he's like, yo, I told you to stop singing that song. <laughs> and that's when we find out what Taylor Swift song he's been singing this entire time, even from the other episode. Right. Um, and then Quentin is just like cowering because he's on the meds now. And so he's just like overwhelmed and like freaking out that Penny is like coming at him. And then real Penny hears hospital Penny give the dinner announcement, which of course is curry. <laughs> no, he says, I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the impression of him because it's funny. Because okay. it's, it's Please be knowing that the, I'm not very good at this. Please be yeah. knowing that the dinner will be served in five minutes. And today we are serving the chicken curry, which is of course my favorite. <laughs> and Penny turns and went and says, you racist motherfucker. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> It's so funny. And then Quentin is like, you're not real. And Penny like pushes him against the wall. (laughs) And then he's like, do it again harder. And Penny is like, I don't care what freak shit you're into. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, 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 come on. It's so funny because he's like, no, do it again harder. And then he's like, huh, nobody here can see you. And Penny is like, yeah, because we're in your head, dumbass. (laughs) And Quentin's like, oh, it worked. I did that. I called you with that song. I asked for help. This isn't a dream. It's a spell. I mean, that was a little Disney princess, but like. <laughs> Just like, kiss me, pity. <laughs> he's like, you have to find me in the real world. And then he's like, wake up, wake up, wake up. And he like yells at Penny and we see him wake up in, in the real world, we assume. Yeah. And then we see Julia kind of wake up too right after. Yeah, around the same time. Yeah, and Marina says, good job. And we see they've been doing a spell together. And Julia's like, I feel amazing. And Marina's like, yeah, it's that high-end designer cooperative magic. High-end designer, I know. Okay, does that mean Marina made it? Is that what she like says about her spells? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like she, she's very much pat herself on the back. I mean, she seems amazing. Um, and But anyway, Julia's like, I didn't think Q would fall in so deep. And Marina's like, this is nothing. He's never getting out of this. And, and Julia's like, what? Wait, what? I thought we were going to fuck him up. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're fucking him up. Hard. <laughs> and then Katie, who is also with them, is like, what now? What? What are we doing? Yeah. And you can tell, like, Julia is feeling bad about this. And Marina then says to Katie, you've got the ball. Don't drop it. And we're like, oh, no. Which is really ominous. And we're like, how many people are in on this? And, like, what's going on? Yeah. Is this a game to you? That's what it sounds like. It's a game to her. Yeah. Well, so Katie is being blackmailed. Because she's a double agent. And, like, yeah. we know there's some kind of, like, Marina's got something on her or, like, has pressure on her or something. But the way she was talking to Katie, I was like, ooh, I mean, Katie's got a temper. So Marina needs to watch out. You know, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, ooh. Like, they're not friends. No. Yeah. And, and we don't know what's going on. But then we're back in the hospital of Quentin's mind. Now we know. Like, it's just the hospital of Quentin's mind. He goes and steals the nurse's keys to break into the pharmacy To steal tape to put his book together. (laughs) It's very um, anticlimactic Mission Impossible. (laughs) Like, he looks at the computer and then he's like, no, tape. Tape is what I need. But finally, he's putting these pages of the book together and he finds it. The story of the Madness Maker or Ellisworth Downs. What a name. Uh-huh. This is where he gets reminder where Ellsworth Downsworth. And it's a weird it's is it Ellsworth or Ellisworth? Ellisworth Downs. Oh, okay. I wrote it's Ellsworth. Because later on he calls him Ellis and I was like, is that just a nickname? And, and no, like the hospital name is just a play on the name. It's not an exact. Okay. But yeah, the the game psycho's name is Ellis. Okay. That's where okay. The and- madness maker. Yeah, he was cursed to only ever do game magic. And we see, like, Jane Chatwin playing upside-down chess with him. It's really weird. He has the board. It's like, I'm like, is this 
what, what's the difference there? I, I don't know, some other kind than of it's psycho magic game. Yeah. It's a magic game. What? It floats in midair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Jane figured out how to break the curse, and he's like, yes, how? But then he hasn't taped those pages yet. He can't remember what it was because he and still has like, the pills in him. Anyway, we jump back to the real world where Penny is looking for Quentin and Elliot is like, he's probably passed out somewhere after the rager we had. But Katie is like, <laughs> I know where he is in a very suspicious way. She knows exactly where he is. You don't even live here. What's going on? I know where he is. I, I just right. know. <laughs> he's like passed out in the closet, comatose. Like literally they can't wake him up. And it's so bad that Elliot says they have to tell the Dean, which is like the last resort. You never want to have to tell the Dean. Right. They don't want to tell the Dean they fucked up again. Um, meanwhile, Julia and Marina are now in a forest and they're like plotting some shit. Well, like they're not plotting. Julia tries to ask and Marina is like, I'll tell you later, maybe or maybe never. Uh, this is the. Reasons like that, I hate when people talk like that. It drives me nuts. That's reason I'm like, I don't know. I never would trust Marina because she hasn't. Oh yeah, the fact that Julia ever trusts her is a level of naivete that you're like, Marina is a snake, yeah. and we know that from the first time you met her. So like, what's She's going lying on? Lying to you from the get go, like from the right. Se- don't like, trust her. Yeah, but but she also gave julia magic or like let her in so anyway they're in a forest and um they're waiting for something fog is looking over quentin and he's like no one can wake him up and they're like no and he's like i didn't say no thing these fucking magicians you're just like can you just say (laughs) something anyway and he's like just just fucking say what you just say what the solution is don't like <laughs> right. give this like alluding to something else and then like, like now that you asked let me tell you what it was <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> these fucking magicians and he's like we need to summon a matarese and we're like yeah like there's we have to wait until we jump back into quentin's head all of a sudden the orderlies are like taking him to get electroshock therapy because he's been misbehaving uh, um, I mean, I don't. It's, it's, it's all Quentin devising tortures for himself. Yeah. Like, I know he's in a spell, but you know that Quentin's mind has trapped itself as well. In a loop of bad yeah. things. Yeah. Um, because this is his deepest fear that it wasn't real, mm-hmm. that he's not special, that there's no magic. Always be, and he'll end up in a mental institution. Right. Um. So things are getting serious in his head. Fog says they have to lower the break bills wards. And we see Ooh. all these cool like shapes and things in the air, like grids and lines. And Marina clearly expected this. And we're like, how? What? And she's like, the Maturis can't get in without lowering all the protective wards and shields in the school. How do you know this? She she plotted that. Apparently, the spell is called the Scarlatti Web. Oh, that was the and name yeah, of the spell. Then Breakbills appears in front of them. All the wards are gone, and they just walk right into campus. And Marina says, "Welcome back. Let's go steal their shit." Damn. I love her. She's such a great character. He plotted that out very well because she was like, oh, "Yeah, Dean Fogg is following the, the playbook. He had to, you know, lower the- mastermind." Yeah. She knew oh. they would try to save Quentin. So. Oh, it's so good. Oh, she just plays everybody, and I love that. She She's plays very resourceful. Everybody. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So back to the Matarays. It's like this golden scorpion that Fog lays on his face and then chants over him, and he's like, "This will bring him halfway back." But the prison is in a desert, so you have to get out of the prison and then out of the desert by yourself. Pretty good metaphor. It is, but it kind of sucks. It totally <laughs> <put> sucks. <laughs> Especially because you're like, Quentin could never get out of the desert alone. He would literally just die. Mm-hmm. He would let himself die. <laughs> and so Fog is like, Penny, go like guide him out. And Penny zaps in because he's starting to learn that he can like go intentionally into people's minds. But he, for some reason, he's really connected to Quentin. I wonder yeah. what that is and why he can. What I want to know why. 
I'm interested. It's a good question. Why he's so like everybody else. He just kind of hears whispers or parts of stuff, but he hears him just loud and clear. Right. Quentin is the most annoying boy in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I say that, but like, this is a rough episode for Quentin. Like it back in his mind, it's like a horror movie is happening. Like he's strapped to this gurney and his dad is like covered in blood, like approaching yeah. him. And you're like, oh my God. And Penny comes in and he's like, this isn't real. That's not real. That's not real. Make it disappear. <laughs> I love Penny. <laughs> oh. Uh. And then Quentin does and things start to disappear, but then all the lights go out. Mm. No, no. And then we find out that Marina was at Break Bills and we're just like, hmm, finding out a little bit more. Oh, uh, no. I'm, I'm, that was one good thing about this episode. I was like, oh, okay. A little backstory. A little bit. Yeah. I love the Marina backstory that she was once at Break Bills. So, like, she, hmm, hidden depths. Um, but anyway, Fog is like, this isn't working. And when he says that, we see Katie slip out of the room and she finds Julia and Marina who are in, well, Marina is in Fogg's office. Julia is keeping watch and Katie finds her mm -hmm. and is like, I can't believe you're still doing this. Marina is a psycho, which a hundred percent like Penny and Katie know what's up. <laughs> they're the good, you know, they're like the most like level headed, even though they're like the, <laughs> they are. probably the, I want to say less. I think it's funny. They have the most such emotional. A, like, they have tempers, but they're the most level headed. That makes sense. They're very emotional, but they also know how to, like, contain in a way that Quentin doesn't, I feel like. Yeah. And or, like, the they truth. can compartmentalize in a way yeah. that Quentin can't. Um, But, yeah, Katie is like, I can't believe you're still doing this. I thought you were his friend. Like, Marina's you need to a reverse psycho. this. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing? And when, look, Katie is a double agent, and she's disappointed in your integrity. Like, <laughs> like that's not good, girl. Look at your life. Look at your choices. I love um, her in this moment. She's like, she's got the contents. She's got the good moral she's code. She's amazing. I love yes. her. Um, we see Marina opening like a secret bookcase door. And behind it is this table of like little secret chests with names on them. I want to find a secret hidden bookcase somewhere. I showed I know. you. Like, just anywhere. I don't care. Just every, have you ever so gone fun. to like a house you're like, and you just see a bookcase? You're like, I wonder. And you just kind of. Oh, I've always wondered. Move yeah. your hand around it to see if, okay, are any of these going to move or pull any? That would be so awesome. Ugh. I know. I really want to put a bunch of them in my house. <laughs> just a bunch of bookcases that are actually doors for. Well, not just bookcases. You can also buy mirror secret doors. Mm -hmm. You can buy all kinds of like fronts for them. Yeah. You can do like, um, uh, like just random like shelves. Yeah. Or just, they had those ones that look like they're actually, they're still working like drawers, but they, the whole thing comes out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That way you know it's already deep enough. So, but yeah. Anyway, Marina finds one with her name on it and she steals it. Why wouldn't <gasps> it's you? It's in the box. So Quentin is in a literal mind prison playing upside down chess with Ellisworth Downs and Jane Chatwin. <laughs> She says something like, you make the web you're in. You are the spider and the fly, just like. And then the, the chess game comes floating in. Like, I love and hate Jane Chatwin, who always speaks in riddles and never seems to help the way you need. You're like, wait, that's not relevant to what's going on right now. <laughs> stay off the garden path. What? Yeah, what does that fucking mean? Are we on or off the garden path right now? What's going on? What's I have no idea. Um, anyway, Julia goes to Fog and she confesses and she says it was supposed to be a joke. A joke to trap your friend in a mind prison? Yeah. I mean, I totally get it because, yes, if you're young and angry and you have magic now, you would do the stupid shit and you'd regret it. I get it. Mm-hmm. This is totally in theme with, like, magic doesn't make these things better. It can make a lot of shit worse, especially for using it for, like, malicious reasons. Oh, man. And he, Fog is like, it's too late. And Penny is like, why would you do this? But he's like, Fog goes, she didn't do it by herself. Ooh. Because he is onto her. 
And then back in the mind prison, Quentin learns more about the game, Psycho, blah, 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 blah. The only way to win is not to play. Um, and then he, like, dramatically, like, wipes the chessboard clean of the pieces. Uh, no, I'm tired of fighting. I, it feels like nothing. Stop playing. Start living. And then he wakes up. Yay. Yay. But then Elliot goes, where's the hedge, bitch? A little unnecessary, but I get it. It's Because funny. she's back with Marina leaving break bills. Mm-hmm. And Marina is ecstatic. Like, so excited. Whatever she has in that box, like, it's amazing. Well, it's supposed but... to be all of her memories, right? Because she said, like, when they, if you, she got, it was like oh, three months yeah. from when she was supposed to graduate, she got expelled. And so they took all of her magical memories. So she knew she had stayed there, but she couldn't remember. How did couldn't... she know she had stayed? I, anyway, I'm so well, fascinated by Marina. Well, they didn't wipe away her. They didn't, that's what she said. If you've been there for too long, it will really screw you up if they wipe your memory too much. So they just take the memories of the spells and whatnot. So she yeah. remembered being at break bills, but she wasn't able to do anything. I I so wish we got like a Marina spinoff of her whole story because it's. I feel like it's very much like the Joker. Like that was her Joker moment and now she's a fucking psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Marina is like, yes, amazing. And Julia, as we can tell in her face, has like crossed a new line that she didn't realize she was crossing. Yeah. And now she's on the outside in a way that like doesn't feel good. Um, but she picked her side, at least for now. And let's see Marina. if it plays out for her, shall we? <laughs> Um, and then back in the dean's office fog is dressing down quentin and he's like do you think the magic that we teach means you get to fly above right and wrong and i felt like that was really appropriate and i don't think it was fair that quentin is all sassy back and he's like you don't need to teach me about magic you don't need to teach me the morals of magic you need to teach it to me so i can decide for myself Mm -hmm. but then quentin gets or fog gets last word and he goes that was almost well put Ha! Fuck you, Quentin. I know. Like, I agree to a degree, but, like, they should You just kept... got here! Right. There are some things, though, that they're kept in the dark too much about. Like... He just got here! Yeah. He's been to, like, one class. It was interrupted by, like, a war crime. Like... <laughs> Well, it's anyway. obvious if that happens so soon, like maybe rush into them, like maybe teach them some things to protect themselves or something. You know? Well, maybe they've tried that before. Slash, I don't know. I don't want to give away too much. But <laughs> anyway, what it's almost like that? Fog has tried this before. Yeah, it's almost. <laughs> that was almost well put. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, and Quentin, I'm glad that you're still here with us. And I think we're supposed to read it as sweet, but then I also remembered, like, he needs them to kill a monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, finally, we're back to Marina. She's holding her secret break bills box, but now it's empty, and she laughs like a fucking psycho. There's a lot of that in this episode. She's very, like, yeah, very Wicked Witch. like. And she's like, I can't believe I ever thought I knew anything. And you're like, uh-oh, that's a very dangerous statement. Like, I'm scared what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Nothing good ever follows that. It's never like, castles for everyone. <laughs> and she's like, and I want to share with some of you. And I'm then like- she sears the magic tattoos, like, through Julia's arm. Like, crosses like them the, out. The tattoos she's earned showing her progression. She's kicking her out. And she's like, you thought you were cut off before. You don't know cut off. But baby, you will. And she sends Julia off alone into the night. And we're like, oh, you done fucked up. All of you. (laughs) She felt betrayed because she went to help with Quentin. I mean, in fairness, yeah. She sold Marina out. Marina has no sentimental reason to keep Julia around. No. I feel like, but you know what, though? I kind of feel like she was going to do it no matter what. She was going to kick Julia out. I don't think she trusts Julia. I think Julia is kind of a threat to a lot of people because Julia is so adept. She advanced herself so fast. Yeah, and she's so determined. I mean, 
I agree. I have to say this is like the story of the second magician's book. And I Mm -hmm. loved it because it's like, what does Julia do after now she's cut off again from a route to magic? And it's like, you know, okay, so did Marina just, like, did she take away the magic she knew or she just crossed her off? Right. Like, is she, does she no longer count as a, a witch or, you know, like, in their system? Yeah. Uh, does she have, like, no status with them? I don't know. And I I'm wondering, know, like, so you know Julia wants to get Marina back, A. You know that. Why wouldn't of you? Of course. Because Julia didn't see what she did is wrong. But she really, I mean, in a real, she had a morality, but she. she I'm not saying guess. anything she did is wrong. I'm just saying, like, she did betray Marina. Yeah. Whether or not that's right or wrong, it's what happened. And Marina has to protect herself. So I would also get rid of Julia. Like, yeah. you can't be trusted on a heist. You're out. <laughs> and, uh, well, she didn't know she was going on a damn heist for one thing. You didn't trust her enough to even tell her about the heist. I think she well, knew that was going to happen. I mean, good happen. call. Although, here's the thing. Julia trusted Marina enough to put Quentin's life in her hands. Mm. And that was dumb and naive. And I think Julia is on a path of, like, a very harsh learning. Gotta learn them lessons, Julia. Like, Quentin and Julia are both learning things about magic, but learning them in very different ways. Huh. Well, let us know what you thought of this week's episode, everybody. So, yeah, you can contact Orlean at Spooky Orlean on Instagram and Twitter. Her info is in the show notes. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap. Or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. And yeah, we have some theories about what do you think? Do you think like maybe Quentin will try to get, you know, Julia back? Would you blame him if he did? We don't know. We'll see. Next week. Kind of a dick. Yeah, that's true. Next week, everybody. Check check your wards, everyone. Yes, stay safe out there. Don't get tricked. (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry.